0: everybody. Welcome back to a special edition of The Move Plus. We are talking about um, the big picture takeaways from stage 16 of the Vuelta España. Jonas Vindigo struck back, uh, looks looks almost back to his Tour de France form, won the stage. uh, Pretty interesting, almost a mini stage, 120 kilometers, two and a half hours through Cantabria. Um, Beautiful region, extremely fast racing. A breakaway failed to go almost by accident because Enios missed the move and then chased it back, failed to get into the other breakaway, but then Jumbo figured, hey, we just got to set pace for an hour, then we can win the stage. That's what they did. We saw some strange stuff on the final climb, Johan. I am excited to, to get your take on what we saw. We saw Jumbo attacking I guess Sepkus and then Primos Roglic attacking to to pull back Jonas Vindigo, and then Sepkus getting dropped. Um, a, a little bit confusing, a, a little surprising. I'm curious to see what you say. Let's hear from our sponsor really quick, and then we'll get into it.
1: Hey, it's JB. I hope you're enjoying the Move Plus with Johan and Spencer, a great addition to our lineup. And uh, I want to take a second to tell you about our partners at Manscaped. Now, if you know Lance's story, it's a no brainer and completely makes sense. Why we would partner with Manscaped uh, to help support testicular cancer awareness. Now, you may know this or not, but April is actually Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. But that does not stop Manscaped from spreading awareness year round. With the launch of their special edition lawnmower 4.0 purple trimmer, Manscaped will be donating another $25,000 to their longtime partner at the Testicular Cancer Society. To help those impacted by testicular cancer. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code the move. That's just one word at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code the move at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, Johan. What what is your explanation for what
0: we saw in that final climb where Jonas Vinigo attacks? And I think I, you know, I kind of understand that, but then nobody chases, no other GC teams chase and then primos decides I'll chase and then cepcus yeah. is distanced i need a little bit of explanation on this
2: well i mean my answer is very very simple spencer i don't know <laughs> uh i what i can think is that uh let's say you know they're they're three, 1 2 and 3 in the gc before this stage um i i thought already you know is it not a bit too much uh you know starting to chase Six guys up the road, nobody dangerous. You have the Angli stage tomorrow. Uh, it was a bit wet at, at, at places. So, you know, if you race for the stage win, then the run into that last climb becomes more nervous and you kind of increase the risk of crashing or, you know, some wheels touching each other. So I, I thought that was not very smart. But apparently, you know, there's no more gifts or, or no more lenience in, in today's cycling. You know, whenever you have a chance as a team to go for the win, you do it. That's obviously what happened uh, today, and, and I think that Jumbo-Visma knew that when they get all together to the bottom of the last climb, that at least a Jumbo-Visma rider was going to win the stage. So uh, you can't blame them for that, right? Um, now, the attack of Jonas Vingegaard was again kind of the same thing that happened on the Tour de um, I thought, you know, one of the explanations I was thinking is that maybe, maybe Sepp Kuss has said that he doesn't feel very well. So, but still, if you don't feel very well, then you don't have your teammates attack.
0: Yeah. And then they never know that you're not feeling well. I, yeah. I,
2: yeah. And so, so so I just, I'm just thinking, you know, I, I think these guys are just deciding amongst themselves, okay, let's just go for it and see if the strongest rider can win. You know, I've seen quotes from SEPKU saying, you know, I would love to win this Vuelta, but I don't want it as a gift, right? I mean, listen, nobody's giving you a gift, Sep. You know, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> if you're in the lead, it's because you deserved it for the moment and you you stood your ground. Um, and so um, so I was a bit puzzled about about the tactics of of, of Jumbo, but more so uh, what UAE was doing on that last climb. Vingegaard goes. You can say, okay, you know what? He's third in GC. Uh, this is the guy who needs to open and test our rivals. That makes sense. And then basically you put the weight on, on the other teams. Uh, and, of course, on UAE. What did we see? Uh, this uh, New Zealand guy, F- F- Fischer, Finn Fisher black Yeah. Great rider. Great rider. Young guy. Amazing. Tries to go with Jonas, can't make it, and just stays out there. And then you have Almeida doing one acceleration, Mark Soler not doing anything, and and let's say of the one minute plus that Jonas Wingeard got at the finish, I think at least thirty five to forty seconds were thanks to you know it was on the flatter part and thanks to the slowing down in the in the group of favorites because you know you could see guys like Molama attack, you could see guys I mean guys that normally are not in that group were attacking. Uh, so that was the, the proof that it wasn't going very fast. So um, I think the intention uh, of Vingegaard was to open the race and see what was going to happen. Uh, but it turned out that he just got away. And, you know, I mean, once he got away, he rode very fast. I mean, we have to give him that. You know, it's I still think it's, this is definitely not the of the of the Tour de France. But, uh, you know, he's good enough to win two stages and now being in second in GC. So I'm curious to see now, you know what's going on in his head. You know, uh, yeah. uh, is he really going to go full gas uh, for this for this Vuelta win? You know, uh, no matter if you won the tour, you know, if if you get a Grand Tour in front of you, it's very very difficult for a rider to say, hey, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna not go full gas and and I want my teammate to win. That's super difficult, even if it's the Vuelta Espana.
0: Well, and they could rightly think like they have a couple hard summit finishes coming up like this is just going to sort it this will all sort itself out and i can understand the thinking because you could see him he radioed back to ask should i attack he attacked i'm sure what he and yumbo were thinking he's going to go uae has multiple strong guys in this group they're going to pull right why yeah. would they not they have finn fisher back black mark Soler, joao Almeida, those guys should have been pulling for juana uso or am i missing something i, I didn't understand uae at all uh, what, why well, is finn is. fisher black out there
2: well, I mean, he was out there. He tried to follow. That was in theory, it was okay. But but you know, I he mean, be
0: helping Shabal Meda? Or sorry, Ma- Wana so? I don't understand yeah,
2: that. Yeah, but you know, helping helping on a steep climb is
0: very relative, uh, Spencer. But that, that uh, as although, you said, that pace really stalled out because he wasn't yeah, but, there.
2: But this climb, this climb, and especially that one kilometer flat or flatter part. Was um, it was you know everybody was looking at each other and he was looking at Jimbo Vizma and especially uh, UAE. Uh, Henrik Mas is by himself, so he won't pull. Uh, especially knowing that you know at the end it's super super steep. So it was it was strange to see. What I did not understand was that counter attack of Primoz Roglic. Uh, that I did not understand. I mean, unless he was thinking that he was just going to go and drop everybody then you could say, okay, you know what? Fine, you know, go for it. But he didn't. He, he got, you know, he got like 10 meters. Then Henrik Maas and Ayuso stayed there. And, and on top of that, Sepp Kuz was in problems. So that was definitely not the plan. Um, and there you could really can see that, you know, I mean, we can all s- watch behind our screens and say, hey, but you know, sometimes it's so chaotic and the communication doesn't get through because as a, as a, team, as a team car, you're, at some point, you're quite far behind. Um, so I thought that was, that was a bit, uh, strange to see, uh, personally, I, I think that the plan initially was that this stage was going to be ideal for Primos Roglic and that he was going to get the stage, uh, and that, you know, once, once Vingegaard attacked, then, you know, once he got that 40 seconds, then, you know, Pr- Primos thought that, you know, he could still win and he went. And then finally felt that he really didn't have the legs to win. That's my opinion. Now, if you look at the outcome and you see the situation now, I mean, it's actually a really great move from Mimbo Visma what they did because they strengthened their position as a team. You know, Sepkus stays with the same advantage on all the other opponents from other teams. And you have Jonas Wingergaard, who's now, instead of a one minute, he's now two minutes ahead of number four. So in case Sepp Kuss would break down, which is still a possibility, you know, let's not forget this is his third Grand Tour. You know, it's still a possibility that he may start to feel, you know, the, 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 the tank is empty. Maybe, you know, you don't know. So in that case, hey, amazing move because they have strengthened their position and they've gotten another minute with the, the second guy uh, on, on, the, on the rivals.
0: No, no, you're right. The team is in a much better position and they were clearly happy. If you looked at the map for the stage, it, there was seemed to be no bad feelings. I didn't think Primo's just didn't know what he was doing. I, I Maybe that's just an odd situation to be in, to be so dominant and to have the top three spots. It was weird. I, I, I don't have an explanation for it, but just to put yourself, like if I told you you're Wana you, you're Enric Moss, Jonas goes up the road. What do you do there, Johan? Would you chase or do you not care that the top three is shuffling? You're just waiting for the anger loop for them to fall apart? Is that what happened there? Well,
2: or you do know, these kids don't know what they're doing. UAE. I mean, listen, UAE is not the first time that they have three or four riders and they just they everybody rides for themselves. I mean, today I haven't seen Finn Fisher Black. I mean, listen, Finn Fisher Black has already <laughs> done a lot of work for his leaders. He was in this situation. I don't know. If you know straight away they should have called him back, probably. Probably. But you know, easier said than done, you know, in, in such a you know, this it's chaos going on when, when you when you're in the final of a race like that. And um so I, I personally think that UAE didn't uh didn't write the way they should have. Um you know Ayuso looks strong and uh you know he didn't have to he didn't lose any time with with, with Roglic. Uh, he took you know a few seconds on on Sepp Kuss. so it wouldn't have changed that much. But it could have been thirty seconds less, right? And so, in case tomorrow on the Angliru or in the other hard stage something happened, then you know, let's see, let's see what happens. You know,
0: um, the weirdest thing is it looked like Ayuso was daring Roglic and Kuss to respond. You know, it's like calling their bluff. That's what. I think Carlton Kirby said, I'm like, what's the bluff? You're okay, my teammate rides away, but it almost worked. It's like he just yeah. sat there, dared Roglic to go. And Roglic went and actually saved Ayuso some time, I think. And then the funny thing about this is my prediction is I bet Ayuso ends up on the podium because I think Koos is is probably you know fading pretty fast. And if he got a little if he's in trouble today, he's gonna be in a lot of trouble tomorrow. And i bet i I'm I'm not, so
2: I, i'm not sure i agree with that spencer i don't know he today today was not a stage for sepkus you know it was one short one one climb steep at the end the day after the rest day tomorrow is a lot better stage for sepkus well, i'm not sure that I, i'm I, as for now i have to say as for now i still think sepkus is winning this well
0: actually that's that's uh, that's premium info i was going to say <laughs> let's go debate that on outcomes because we got to run record that but thanks for your uh thanks for your input Johan I hope everyone found that interesting and, and enlightening um, and I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow
2: mm-hmm. tomorrow is a short stage again 124 kilometers but really really hard I mean yeah. Amiru is hard but those other two climbs I know them they're also really hard it's going to rain the downhills of the first two climbs are ice skating tracks it's it is it's going to be spectacular
0: I'm excited and we'll be back for another episode of the move plus after that stage. Thanks so much.